There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. You're listening to BFN. This is the podcast about infertility, IVF, and the trials of trying for a baby. I'm Emma. And I'm Gabby, and we're both card-carrying members of the Infertility Club. Hey, 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 hey. Hi, guys. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. It's Sunday today. It well, is. Well, it's the day well, that we are recording. It is Father's Day today. Yeah. Boo. It's boo. Bit of a shit day, isn't it? Yeah, I still find it a little bit triggering. Oh, definitely. I've kind of played it down massively in my household. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's, um, well, it's hard. And it's often, I suppose, again, overlooked by Mother's Day, which kind of takes more of the um, attention. But it's just as as triggering, just as difficult for people. Um, So, yeah. I liked your idea that it should be Cat Father's Day. Yeah, well, I found this, I started getting Instagram adverts for um cat dad cards and i was like that is the best kind of card yes I because think i wish you told me um <laughs> john is like the best the world's best cat dad absolutely yeah like unfailingly patient when he gets bitten almost Mr. Every pretty good pretty good cat dad too um, yeah so yeah i wish i'd uh wish i'd known before the day never mm, mind yeah um how are you otherwise mate Okay, I'm like counting down to the days that I'm due to start work again. Oh yeah, new job, new job. New job. I had to give up my old job um, for reasons I'm not going to talk about. And starting a new job and it's going to be weird. And I've been super lucky to take a full year's leave. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, it's just... And then like suddenly real life is going to descend again and we're going to have to start thinking about like do we start IVF again soon and do we do this and do we do that and do all the plans and it's impossible to plan at the moment and we're just getting stressed yeah well I mean one step at a time mate why don't you go back to work see how that goes then you know down the line we can start we can start talking about um series four of BFN and um yeah and beyond and the fact that you're going back into IVF again <laughs> oh my god yeah I'll time it carefully yeah, um, <laughs> yeah it's just a, it's just a funny old time I think it's you know everybody's getting a bit like everybody's kind of reassessing their lives a bit aren't they at yes the moment. definitely 
Yeah. So it, it makes it kind of strange, a strange time. You've kind of got time to reflect, but also no power to do anything. That's kind of a weird yeah. position to be in. So I think we, you know, um, I've mentioned our rodent issue um, oh God, podcast yeah. previously. Uh, it's still not really resolved. So we're like, we uh, would like to move flat. Yeah. But um, the rental, you can't, I mean, we don't know where to like go. Can you, can you rent a house at the moment? How would we look at properties? Like I just, the whole thing I think thing you can look at bit... properties. I think you can. I think the estate agents are open and doing business. Yeah, they are. It just feels like a weird time to move, I guess. Yeah. And I'm also very lazy time. because I know that um, we've got a shit ton of stuff. We've got a basement that is full of shite oh, that no. I just can't even think about. Yeah, I, I know that feeling. Um <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we got ants, by the way, I thought of you. Oh, right. Little critters. Yeah. Different kinds. I mean, I take your ants. Yeah, no, it's not. I mean, it's not rats. It's absolutely not rats. I, I felt I felt a bit like hashtag blessed for just having ants. Yeah, you are. But I did come downstairs and in the morning and there was just a little ant motorway that had set itself up oh, across my dining room. carrying off little crumbs of sourdough? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> basically yes yes that's exactly <laughs> what they were doing um but it's just quite it's like unwelcome visitors you don't want them in your house no no you definitely do not and then i went around um, stomping on them and then i thought of my sister who does not let, like kill anything oh and then i yeah, felt Mr. really Gabby's guilty the same. I've, i once saw mr gabby helping a worm across the road it's the funniest thing i've ever seen <laughs> Oh my god, that's the sweetest story I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, oh, Mr. Gabby, I just love him a little bit more now. I know, I know, he's sweet, isn't he? <laughs> um, he, uh, we're both a bit hungover today. Um, oh wait, because we had a couple of friends in the garden yesterday. <gasps> no, and I think we all just got a bit overexcited. And, yeah. Um, I mean, I. I drank I got a bit pissed I don't I haven't been pissed for a long time um and yeah it happened and now I'm slightly regretting my choices <laughs> hangovers are a strange feeling aren't they they are a strange feeling <laughs> but it's all right I've had some scrambled eggs and some orange juice so I'm okay. feeling instantly improved <laughs> that's good <laughs> um oh shall we uh talk about the today's show today's show so um, starting off with Liz and Nick, as per usual, they've been shopping. Oh my god, it's an exciting episode. It is an exciting episode. Oh my god, I love it. Yep. So uh, that's exciting. Um, then is. we spoke to, like, she might be a person or she might be like a rainbow in human form. I'm not sure, but it's Sophie Payne. Yes, Sophie Payne. She's excellent in every way. Um, yeah. Yeah, she is a well, she's a plus size YouTube vlogger and yes, a bit of a star. Uh huh. And um, and she recently kind of came out as having you know having an infertility story of her own. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, we were like, oh, we need to talk to you. Um, because I think the the whole BMI thing, having to lose weight for IVF, I think it's very common, isn't it? And very um, common and very you know, miserable experience. Exactly, like how fucking annoying and you know we get lots of um emails from people um telling us their stories of that particular struggle and it was about time that we um chatted to someone about it yeah uh that was exciting she's endlessly positive and very thoughtful about the whole thing so um yeah it should be a good listen yeah 
Um, and then we're talking to Professor Tim, and it's quite a funny one. Um, he basically ages ago, one of our friends was like, "Isn't it funny that you can't like defrost and then refreeze food, but you can defrost eggs and sperm and then make an embryo and then refreeze that?" God, that's a really good point. <clears throat> yeah. So, so we asked Professor Tim. Um, cool. Well, um, I guess that leaves us just to say that you should take some time to rate and review and subscribe to the podcast. Do. <laughs> and you can follow us on our, our social medias. Yes, you can follow us on Instagram. At Big Fat Negative. You can follow us on Facebook. At Big Fat Negative. You can follow us on the Twitter. At Big Fat Negative. You can email us. Big Fat Negative Podcast at gmail.com. Please enjoy the show. Hi. Hello. How are you? Great. You sure? Yeah. I and mean, you look a little bit manic, so. I'm always like this. <laughs> How's lockdown treating you? Uh, you know, it'd be good if it was unlocked down, no? Yes. Just is that your roundabout way of saying that you're tired of being locked down now? It'd just be nice to go to the cinema. Is that the thing yeah, you, you want to do? <laughs> Could you please unlock us because we'd like to yeah. go to the cinema? They've stopped all the good films coming out. <laughs> I want to see people, obviously. I want to uh, yeah. see people. See people, go to the cinema. Yeah, it's... Weekend down the coast would be nice. Oh, weekend down the coast would be lush. I'm very jealous of Emma because she is locking down by the coast and um, I keep seeing beach pictures and it's oh, it's giving me life. My dad's been sending us regular videos of the sea just to keep us going. <laughs> but yeah, it's week, what is it, five of lockdown? Something like that. Five or six, something like that. So it's been a couple of weeks for us uh, since we revealed to you um, that we are going to do donor treatment. Sure. So we made a decision. Hooray. Hooray. Um, I think we made a decision at the worst possible time. Yeah. There's pretty much nothing we can do about it now. Well, yeah, so I was a bit... They don't do home visits. No, they don't do home visits. Apparently. We did, we did establish that. Um, Our kitchen is not sterile enough. What on earth do you expect them to be doing in our kitchen, love? You've got that big work surface. Yeah. But, I mean... No. I'm... Well, you could have, like, the utility room is the bit where the embryologists are. Right. <laughs> Just open the door, hand it over. Oh, I see. Yeah. So you're proposing to the, for them to do the entire procedure yeah. at home. You know, start. Maybe that's something you could look into. <laughs> this continues on for much longer. That Apparently time. not. Apparently it's... Uh... It's not allowed. No. So, we can't do it at home, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Unfortunately, as we've just discovered. Um, but I wanted to find out what we could do. Um, and it turns out that we can still buy eggs. Not the ones <laughs> that Hensley. Yeah. We can still buy donated eggs, um, which is a good thing. And um, 
from sort of previous discussions with the London Egg Bank, which is where we are proposing to purchase our eggs from, um, previous to Corona, you were only allowed to, you had to buy them and use them within four months, which generally is a lot of time. Um, But in the Corona world, it may be that actually it takes a lot longer than four months Mm. for things to kick off again. Um, So... I asked some questions around that and they assured us that um, the timescale wouldn't apply and that if we bought some eggs now, then we would still be able to use them whenever things started to kick off again, which is great news. So do you want to tell the lovely people how we went ahead and decided on our eggs? We went on the catalogue of dreams. We did, yeah. And... um... We each looked at picked some separately, didn't we? We, we looked, did. Um, had like a list between us, and then we sort of focused in on the ones we both selected. Yeah, really. so we went through, and um, if you haven't seen, as Nick's now called it, the catalogue of dreams, um, you can sort of limit your search options by things like hair colour, eye colour, I think we've mentioned this before, but hair colour, eye colour, education number of eggs um, produced, ethnicity or skin colour. Um, and actually, I think there is a religious section as well, but we weren't that particularly fussed on that. So we went for, or we limited to somebody who could give us between six and ten eggs, somebody who had brown hair. Um, I did actually sneak auburn hair in there as well because I've always secretly wanted to be a redhead. So, it's not you. I know, but you know, <laughs> maybe like I could live my dream of being a redhead through it, any child of mine. Why don't you just dye your hair red? Well, I might just do that. But it's not true, is it then? It's not real. It's fake red. Um. Anyway, someone who was Caucasian and somebody who had, I think, green eyes or blue eyes. Ultimately, as much like you as possible. Yes. So we tried, I mean, apart from the red hair bit, but, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, so we narrowed it down on those sort of sets of criteria and then went set about individually, like Nick said, reading the profiles that popped up and that piqued our interest. Because I didn't definitely didn't go through every single one, did you? No. Yeah, it was just the ones that... Because you could have, like, a... A blurb, if you like, don't you, of that, just yeah. to reel you in. Yeah. And then you get a click into them and there's a bit more information. Yeah, so it was... It's read not loads the blurb. of information, is it? No, no. Um, read the blurb. If it piques our interest, let's go in. So we each compiled a list of donors that we kind of felt connected to, I guess. Or at least we wanted to kind of read more about. And then... Um, that was a list of about, what was it, like, ten maybe? Not even that many? Eight? Yeah. Not loads, wasn't it? Um, and then we sent our list off to, um, the lady at the London Egg Bank, along with a photograph of me, and asked her if she could tell us which of them, if any, looked anything like me. 
and she came back um and she was quite thorough actually wasn't she um you know it was like donor number blah um has similar characteristics to you or um doesn't look um like you um or like certain elements aren't like you but certain elements are um and she she was quite prescriptive about these people look like you so it was narrowed down to like a list of three candidates wasn't it um candidates like we're on the apprentice (laughs) um so three um donors and then we were then able to um kind of look back at them to see whether or not they were um kind of three that we particularly liked we felt drawn to or they were just ones that we were sort of drawn in with initially so um i think all of them were either english welsh or like scottish so they were all kind of from the uk which is interesting so clearly i look typically celtic um and two of them were able to give us 10 eggs with one of them only being able to give us four eggs not four six sorry um so then i was actually chatting to jen ivf pineapple and she told me um that i can find out whether or not they um had been proven which was the weirdest concept i've ever heard got a proven draw we have got a proving draw we have not that kind of proof though oh not bread proof. Um, yeah, so you can actually ask about uh, whether or not they've been proven. So Whether they've been successful. Yeah, so whether or not they had produced a child of their own using their own eggs. Or produced a child. Or their eggs have produced a child. Yeah, is that that's probably a better yeah. way to So it to could be either they've had a child themselves or their donated eggs have gone on to produce a child, I guess. Yeah. That's a much better way of putting it than oh, me. I you know. That's what I'm there for. <laughs> I don't say much, but when I do... Quality of a quantity and gold. all that. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so one of our only one of our donors had been proven, so uh, had been successful. Um, and then we were also able to find out the age of our donor when they donated which I thought was quite useful mm. information. Um, I don't really know what else we can find out, what we're allowed to find out. Um, so if anybody knows, let us know. Do you want to find out much more? I don't know, really. I feel like I... It's one of those weird things, isn't it? Because it's probably going to be our last shot. Well, I'm a I bit think like, there's, I we've almost had as much done and then we let the fates decide the rest. But like you would... Because the whole point of this is we want to... A chance to, to look a bit like both of us. But you never have that much <coughs> control. I suppose. Probably better if it didn't look like me, if we're honest. Well, it might do. Hmm. Yeah, there probably is a chance, but... You yeah, know. <laughs> But, you know. So, yeah, it's a weird one. And then, um, actually, Emma sent me an email uh, from one of the listeners who recommended a book... Um, about people was written by real people who and how they decided on their donors um so i was a bit like well before we buy these eggs of this person that we think we're going to go for 
do we want to do a bit more research into how other people decided on their donors? Because there were definitely people in that group of donors that we looked at that I was a little bit disappointed when she came back and said they didn't look like me because I felt a lot more drawn to them than I did some others. Does that make sense? I don't even know if that makes sense. It's starting to go down the overthinking territory if you're like... Working out how other people made their decision. No, but I more so that actually, how important is it that they look like me? Because if we're going to be very open about the fact that we have a donor conceived child, does the fact that it doesn't look anything like me is that much of a problem? So are we? What I'm saying is, are we then oh, better no. off going with somebody who we feel not that I didn't feel a connection with the person that we've initially well, you chosen know me, it doesn't matter to me what they look like no you know, um but then i haven't well you've got a 50 percent stake in this already exactly so i i could say as much as i like um it doesn't matter for their own sake i they don't look like me you know? <laughs> but they might yeah but so, but I don't. It doesn't really. I didn't really want to produce a mini me. Anyway. Well, yeah, but you might do. But. Do you know what I mean? But then I, I don't know how I feel if it's the other way around. So, so. Are you saying then that? Pick who you like. Yeah, basically, do what the heck you yeah, want. Pick who you like. Pick who I like. Go crazy. Oh my god. So. I yeah, think- I think it's more. I think for. I think we wanted. It to. The criteria was to someone that looked like you, mm. just because, for normality, just have you want everything as normal as possible. Yeah, but then they were. But then, if you're women. if you're not bothered, I don't know. If you're not, um... Because especially having spoken with Jen, who obviously has a really um, like a good relationship with her donor, like they've become friends. Yeah. Like, is that more important to me? Is it more important to me to to know that the person that I've linked with, I've got a really strong affiliation to? Like, there were some women that I was like, oh, my God, yeah, I could definitely see myself being friends with you. So, you know, there were women who'd written, like, reams and reams and reams about themselves, whereas other women hadn't written anything at all. So at least you got a bit of more of a sense of them. And does the fact that they... I thought I think I'm I guess I'm starting to think about does the fact that they may not look like me is that much of an issue? Obviously, if they had red hair, that would be ideal because <laughs> that's my ultimate dream. So at least we've decided. I get to make the decision. I, I'm that's a lot of pressure for me actually. No. Yeah. I get put my input, but I don't really because I don't really know what your. Um... What you? Yeah, I'm happy for it to look like you, or um, not look like you. <laughs> it's, 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 it depends on how important it is for you. It's such unknown territory, though, isn't it? It's a good thing about adoption. You don't have this. Don't be going back there now, because we've just just, we've... just give me anyone. <laughs> we've made this decision. <laughs> Stop you chucking other things on the fire. Oh, so yeah, there we go, folks. We've decided that I get to decide. Or Nick's decided that I get to decide. I made no decisions. You just made a decision. You no, said you weren't bothered. 
Well, I I thought we had made the decision. We have. We're going to go for a donor. We just now have to figure out who, which donor. Yeah, I thought we had picked the donor. I know, but then, <laughs> but then this lady, um, I think her name was Chiara, I think, emailed us and I thought, well, actually, that's probably quite a useful thing to do, read about how other people pick their donor. Well, if we ha- we're in no rush at the moment, so if this we is, want to... This is the point, to, isn't um, it? We don't have to make any decisions right now. Because we can't. I mean, we no. can make decisions, but we can't do anything with them anyway. So, yeah. Tune in in a couple of weeks to see whether or not I have uh, read that book and made a decision about what I'm going to do about our donor. Because the decision is in my hands. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Absolute joy to have you on the podcast. Oh, it is thank just you. just for those listening. It's ten o'clock on a Sunday morning, and Sophie has just come on our Zoom call like a ray of sunshine, like a happy oh, my unicorn, God. a resplendent pink-haired unicorn. Beautiful. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sophie, as you know, we always start by asking all our guests to tell us about their journey. So can you tell us about yours? My journey. Um, <laughs> yes. So me and my husband got married in 2017. Um, I started trying pretty much straight away, but not sort of officially until the January where we were like, let's make this a thing. Let's track cycles, all of that. So I obviously planner over here had it all planned out. I was like, right, okay. So we get pregnant in January obviously then we're going to announce it at easter oh. on social media and be like oh here's loads of easter eggs but actually here's a cute little scam picture too oh. we've been keeping a secret <laughs> i can see it now um and then i was like oh gonna be pregnant through summer that's gonna be rough um and then we're gonna have an autumn baby it's gonna have all the novelty halloween goodies yeah little pumpkin you know I mean? like maybe an announcement oh look i just pulled this baby out of a pumpkin we had it all day and like we we knew like this this was the plan 
<laughs> Among the elders um, do a school year as well, so that it's like better at school. <laughs> than yeah. Exactly. Like, gonna be clever. Well, class. Gonna have like a novelty Halloween name. Not like, I mean, vampire or something, but you know, like, like oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Halloween name. So, yeah, like um, autumn. You know, mm-hmm. that's the yeah, one. It's literally like that's the one that's on the list. Um, so yeah, so anyway, it got to about a year of trying, and I was like, oh, mm. this is weird. Mm. Um, and I was like, okay, let's just go to the doctors, check the situation out. So we went to the doctors, and they said, try and lose a bit of weight and have more sex. And I was like, <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I'm sick of that boy now, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, sent us away. That was that. So then we've been trying two years. So this is September 19. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And we went just before, actually, we went in about the July. And I was like, look, I've been trying for two years. I know you've said, like, lose weight, have more sex. But I just, I feel like something is not right. Mm. And I feel, especially when you're plus size, I -hmm. feel like you have to like advocate yourself and you have to very much be like no something's not right here like I appreciate that you're like oh it's because you're overweight but I just you know you just have that gut feeling like nah something's not right yeah so he said okay well track your ovulation over four weeks and see if you ovulate so they did that went back no ovulation in the four weeks so he referred us to gynecology Mm. so our first gynecology appointment was in october 19 and i mean can we just take a moment for having to walk through maternity oh god oh my god it's not great why do they organize things like that it's ridiculous and I like to think I'm like the least judgy person ever. But like when there's people outside that are like literally about to give birth, smoking or with oh a God. can in their hand, I'm like, mate, there's something not quite fair about this whole situation. No. So I don't want to bring up my smoking hot tub neighbour right now, but but you should. She's out there. She's in her hot tub. She's <laughs> having a fag. She's heavily pregnant. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, she's probably thinking I'm in my garden no one can see me and you're like yeah, yeah. I'm judging <laughs> you babes you? I am judging <laughs> you I've got your number woman <laughs> yeah um, so yeah so uh, we went to our first gynecology and he was he did like a few like examinations and stuff and he was like has anyone ever told you you've got PCOS very just like blase and I was like I kind of thought it might be a thing because I'd had like a regular yeah. cycles and things like that. Um, but he was just like, yeah, you've got PCOS. It's not going to be a smooth sailing. And I was like, right, okay. And then he said, can I examine Adam as well? And I was like, if you want to, Adam being my husband. I was like, if you want to. So obviously, you know, the hospital gowns. Oh, it was hilarious. Me and Adam like to find the funny situation in everything. So we put these hospital gowns on. Literally, they do not fit us. Like, my oh. bum is just hanging out. Oh so then Adam has to go. Adam's taking the piece out of me. Like, oh my God, look at Sophie. This bloody hospital gown with the bum hanging out. Then he was like, <laughs> can you go and put one on, Adam? So Adam has to go and put one and on. And you're like, yes. Well, Adam, <laughs> before we got married, before he was even going out with each other, because it wouldn't have happened otherwise, decided to get a tattoo on his bum because he was a best man. 
for his sister. So Adam's bum says, congratulations, Stephen Leon. Oh my God. Just so <laughs> everyone knows, my talking... mouth is open. <laughs> yeah. I'm not talking like a little tattoo. I'm talking full bum cheek. Congratulations, Stephen Leon. That is incredible. So Adam walks out. I don't forget. Yeah, I forget that he's even got this tattoo. Like, I really try and put it to the back of my mind. <laughs> so Adam comes out, these tattoos hanging out. This gynecologist and the nurse are like, what is this couple? Like, I love just it. Oh, my God. In. So anyway, they exam- examined Adam and he said, I think um, whilst you're going through all your other tests, um, we could potentially put you on Clomid. So I was like, okay. And he was like, mm, I don't know if I should or I shouldn't. And he was like having the conversation in his head, but with us. Um, and he was saying to the nurse, like, do you think I should put her on Clomid? And she was like, well, it's up to you. And he was oh, going, God. oh, I don't know if it's going to work. I'm, I oh, don't gosh. know. And he went, all right, then we'll try. I think we'll try a couple. And I That's... was like, you've literally got like, a life in your hands and you're just so blase it's making wonders for your confidence right this guy's so sure this is gonna work (laughs) so sure of himself um so he was like i don't think it's gonna work but let's give it a go oh cool great cheers cheers mate yeah fantastic um and he said so i think clomy comes in 50 100 and 150 he said i think you'd probably need 150 to work um mm-hmm. but i'm gonna give you 100 and we'll see how it is um but he was very much like don't even think it's gonna work but we'll give it a go so i was like okay brilliant great times um <laughs> so the november we had our first round mm. went for a day 21 blood test and they rang and confirmed that i had ovulated and i was like Ooh what it's worked so I always say that that felt like my first ever two week wait Uh because I knew that I'd ovulated I mean I've weed on that many sticks ovulation pregnancy you name it uh in a park when I was 14 (laughs) I've weed on them all um and I could never pick anything up so I was like this is the first time I know that I've ovulated um but didn't get pregnant and then December we had a second cycle and we were abroad for new year so we don't know if it worked or not but didn't end in okay. pregnancy okay. Uh-huh. and then in January um basically when I'd been to the gynecology appointment he said um you need to have a HSG and you know when you're like I really do not want this done so yeah. I thought I'm just gonna do a couple of Clomids first oh, yeah, put yeah. the HSG to the back of my mind yeah. because Clomid might work and I might never have to have it. So anyway, in the January, I was like, okay, I need to book this. And you know, you have to ring on a certain day, don't you? So I'm ringing and I'm like, please don't be able to get me in. Please don't be able to get me in. And she's like, we can see you. And I'm like, fantastic. Um, So uh, went in, had my HSG. I mean, can we take a moment? Yeah, yeah. It's it's not great. It's not great. It's not. No. Um, So had my HSG done, everything was fine. Also, couldn't believe how small a tube is. They're very small. You know, like when you see... This is me doing my uh, ovary diagram with my hands for anyone that can't Um, You know, like when you see in a science book and it looks like proper tubes? It looks like a train tunnel. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a swimming... When she showed it me, I was like, are you sure? I mean, I know you're the expert here, but are you sure that's it? So I don't know. Um, so, yeah, so that was foying. And then we had a third Clomide in February. So Dr. Google, my favourite thing. Mm-hmm. Um so I'd read that after you've had your HSG, sometimes you stand a better chance of conceiving oh, yeah, that. because yeah. it's it almost... Clears out your tubes, right? Cleans yeah. you out. Exactly, yeah. So I was like, yeah. oh, okay. So I was like, right, we've got Clomid. It's, I think it's working. I've had my HSG. That's clear. Adam's sperm test came back fine, no problems. So I was like, we've got everything. This is the moment. So... Um, had a day 21 test after that cycle and they rang back and said you didn't ovulate this this mm-hmm. time and I was like Fuck's you sake. are joking <sighs> so I've got three left um, and I had my gynecology over the phone about three four weeks ago okay and uh-huh. she basically said we'll give you the next three and then after that it's gonna be IUI or IVF um but to be able to do that we need to then refer you on to Birmingham Women's Hospital um and to do that you need to have a BMI of 30 so I was like okay and I was like mm, I'll just go and google what what I need to weigh and yeah I need to lose 10 stone oh my so God. that's where we're at mate as a like as a plus size youtuber how does it feel when you're told that you have to lose what's pretty much like 10 stone that's huge you're literally like half my weight exactly Yeah. yeah so um it's crazy because i'm very much like self love Mm. like fashion any size like loving your body any size like that's very Mm -hmm. much what i'm an advocate for so for me it just sat a bit a a bit awkwardly because i was like for years i've been like diet culture was awful for my mental health and don't feel you need to diet and you're worthy now and i just felt like everything that i'm telling all these people i'm like am I now going against it? And I was very much like, to lose the weight, I don't want to join a club. I don't want no. to sit in a circle and all clap that we've ate loads of pasta this week. <laughs> like, I just don't, I just don't want it. Yeah. Um. So I've, I've just trying, tried to be like researching everything and uh-huh. there's so much out there. And then as soon as you Google PCOS diet, I mean... Oh my God. It's horrendous. Like, should you go gluten free? Should you go dairy free? Mm. Like, just so much different stuff, and then um, just different supplements, and it's just crazy. A complete minefield of yeah. stuff. Yeah, um, you can go. You can go absolutely insane with that stuff as well. I mean, we we both did, <laughs> didn't we? Yeah. What's the right way? Got, What's I, well, the thing to do? Oh God! At one yeah, point, I was exactly. only eating red foods. <laughs> <laughs> That's a favourite. I've not heard that one. That might be this oh, yeah. week's fad of the yeah. week. Uh, it was a good one. It was classic. Don't do that. It's not very healthy. <laughs> yeah, so it just sat quite awkwardly with me and mm. I didn't know how it would be sort of received when I started talking about it because I was like, are people going to be like, oh, so all of a sudden is she going to lose loads of weight? Mm. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, actually, yeah, that is what that is what's going to happen. Like, to, yeah. to be honest, that that's, is what's going to have to happen. So... 
I just want to do it in a really healthy way and I just want people to know that I'm not doing it for looks and I'm not doing it because I don't think I'm worthy of my body yeah. now it's it's not that reason so good good yeah <gasps> mate like one thing that I really enjoyed watching was your your kind of reveal about your yeah. struggles um that started off as a as a kind of we're pregnant video right so you started off like chronicling your journey so, to, so that you could surprise everyone um at what point did you realize that it was an infertility video um so it was always very much let's just film little bits because we film our life anyway let's just film little bits and see where it goes and then as it was sort of getting to like probably I'd say about a year I was like I feel like I now need to start talking about is this going to happen and are we going to need help? And I think in one of the clips I say, like, I think it's finally dawning on me that it's not going to be as easy as I thought it was going to be. And I think it just slowly emerged. But I was very much only keeping the footage to ever release when we were pregnant. That was always, always what it was for. Um, And I never, ever thought that it would be something that I'd speak about. But... I do like a lot of Q&As and stuff and it was just constant questions. Are you next? When are you going to have a baby? Are you worried about... Because I I told people that I had PCOS. So are you worried that PCOS will affect you having a baby? And I just thought, I need to talk about this. Yeah. So that's where we came to. How much did you know about PCOS before you were diagnosed with it? Because you always had an inkling, you said, but... Yeah, um... I feel like, yeah, I'm very much like Dr. Google. Honestly, I Google everything. So I feel like I knew a lot, but not, I feel like since I've been diagnosed, I I was very much like, right, I want to go away and find everything out about this. But there's just so much out there and so many different opinions. And I honestly was like, I'm not going to lose weight if I don't quit gluten, dairy, carb, sugar, like all of these things. And then it was like healthy fats, eat loads of nuts. So I've got a really severe nut allergy. I'm like oh, anaphylactic mate, to nuts. It. So I was like, the one thing I can eat unlimited <laughs> is the one thing I'm not allowed to eat. Like, what is this? Um, so it's just been me trying to like work out. And then obviously everyone's not the same. So I'm at the moment just trying to work out like what does my body respond well to? So yeah. I think I've kind of worked out that carbs as in as we think a carb is like bread pasta rice that doesn't work for me so I'm like okay that's something I need to cut back back on but yeah. if I'm losing weight whilst I'm still eating dairy I think that's okay I don't know I honestly don't know I don't know what I'm doing yeah. has anyone been in touch with you because obviously you've got a huge platform already so you already have lots of subscribers lots of listeners watchers um has anyone been in touch to be like oh maybe I could help you with you know, coming up with a plan or anything like that um so uh Nicole who you had on a couple of weeks ago good yeah. Nick um we've been chatting a little bit we live not far from each other you can probably tell from the accents um we <laughs> don't live that far from each other so she's been really really helpful but in terms of like brands the only brand that got in touch was Sense. Mm-hmm. but they weren't like do you want to work together in a do you want us to like send you obvious sense? There was more like, have you seen our product? Do you want to try it? Mm. Um, which actually like does intrigue me, but then there's just so much out there like that you can't 
test everything mm. and I don't want to yeah. be I'm really conscious that I don't I would never ever sell something that I didn't think made a huge difference to me so yeah. like I'm very much like I would want to really try um there's a lady out there called um, Nicola Salmon and she has reached out um, and asked if I would be interested in doing, um, I think it's coaching, she calls it, f- uh, fertility coaching, um, which is not something I'd ever even looked into. So that's something I'm sort of thinking about. But then I'm like, I don't, I feel like everything's a massive like contradiction almost in this situation because the doctors are telling me to lose weight but then obviously Nicola very much promotes more of the advocating yourself and saying I don't need to lose weight like so I don't really know what I'm doing at the moment I feel just in a massive limbo and um that's something that you definitely mentioned um earlier and also when I was watching your video earlier um I felt like you were you went um yeah the doctor the doctor says you're not getting pregnant because you're fat, like that. And then you just went yeah. on to the next thing. And Do you not find that quite, like, a really horrible way of putting things? Like Yes. Like, quite an aggressive um, way of putting things and dismissive as well. Absolutely. Um, I, think, I think for me, I think I'm just so used to it. And I think doing YouTube, you grow a thick skin. So I, I can see how it would maybe upset someone that, hadn't really heard that from a doctor before but I honestly think just being fat in general I just <laughs> I just think you grow a thick skin like you can literally go to the doctors with a sore leg and it'll be because you're fat or conjunctivitis and it'll be because you're fat it's it's very much just like I think fat people know that when they're going to go for the doctors their weight will be brought into it regardless and whether that's right or wrong I just think that is a thing so I very much knew that I was going to hear it in the fertility world um but yeah I don't know it's it's a funny one because I think for me I was just like I know that I can't get to the next stage without losing the weight, whether it's got absolutely nothing to do with my fertility or not. I still know that I need to lose weight to be able to get to that next stage. And that's just the situation we're in. And I mean, we've looked at some private clinics, um, if we just get to the stage where we need IVF. And some are a bit more lenient on BMI, but not massively. So I don't know. And is um is Adam in the same boat, so to speak? Does he have to lose a bit of weight as well? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So I think at first, I mean, he didn't find it funny, but I think he was like, self, man, you've got to lose like 10 stone. And I was like, oh, hold on a minute, mate. So have you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the hospital gown um, all over again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, so Adam's in the in the same boat. So we sort of it's it's quite nice in a way because mm. I think if he wasn't in the situation and he was like sitting eating crisps and chocolate every Saturday night looking at me, mm. I'd be fuming. Mm. Um, so we're very much in the same position and doing it together, which is quite nice. That yeah, you got each other's backs. Definitely. I mean, you talked about being a YouTuber there and and um, you know having to deal with trolls. I've, uh, after you kind of came out as infertile did you yeah. I mean I was reading through the comments because I was like what kind of reception did you get and it everybody seemed quite supportive and nice did yeah, you get any was, kind of horrible comments I would say 700 amazing comments and maybe two 
Really? Two crappy ones, yeah. Um, I was really nervous about it. And whether people are having those conversations behind my back, I don't know. Or um, There's a website called Tattle. I don't know if you know about it. But basically, it's just like a website that everyone... Like chat room almost. And they... Um, each chat room is the name of an influencer or YouTuber, whatever you want to call us. Um, and they just all go in on them. And it's just loads of horrible oh, trolls gosh. who just sort of chat to each other. Awful. Absolutely awful. Um, horrible. Do you look at yours? Yeah. Or do you, surely you avoid it, right? I mean, yeah, I have a cheeky look. But uh, <laughs> oh, God. There's, there's nothing about fertility on there yet. But I do know um, another plus-size YouTuber who came out with her infertility and has stopped talking about it because the trolling was so bad. Oh, my gosh. Really? Um, just awful. Absolutely awful. There was a few comments like, if you lose weight, you'll get pregnant quickly. And just a few that were a bit like tongue-in-cheek um and I I mean I think I'd I would have been fat if I didn't have PCOS but maybe not as fat as I am but I'm very much like I'm not fat and have given myself PCOS I had PCOS do you know what I mean they're not yeah it's and I think a lot of people are like PCOS is like a, a a fat person's disease almost like um but there's so many people with who are thin with PCOS like it's completely irrelevant like yes people are usually bigger because of the insulin um issues and just losing weight in general is more difficult with PCOS Mm -hmm. but I'm very much like I I haven't like given myself this Mm. which I think some people think is a thing it's annoying when you have to battle misinformation as well as people's just attitudes it's like it's doubly hard yeah and then like the other side of it is and I love the plus size community and the body positive community I really feel at home there but there's a few people that the flip side of that is oh are you going to lose loads of weight now or um I've started walking (laughs) so I'd like put a picture on of my iWatch um and I'd done like 6k and I'd put a picture on and I was like oh just done this defo having an ice cream tonight something like that just yeah. something chill and there were so many people that messaged me about like are you now promoting are you now like promoting losing weight and I'm like no mm. not at all like I'm just like you do you I just want everyone to just be comfortable doing their own thing mm. like I'm not trying to promote anything yeah well, I think that's the thing isn't it you do you you've got your battle now you've got your challenge that you need to to get into so yeah exactly um and uh, but as a whole your audience has reacted fairly well to the change of content yeah Yeah, absolutely and so many people I would say maybe 700 people have messaged me who were in exactly the same boat and I could not believe that like I literally cannot believe that there is so many people UK based can't access the fertility treatment that they want because they're bigger have been told they need to lose weight for OVF so many people that have been told they need to lose weight just to be able to go on Clomid so I feel like actually we were quite lucky to be given it and now looking back I think that's why he was like shall I give it a shall I give it a because at first I was like what is he on what is he on about but now looking back I'm like obviously that's what was going through his mind like should I give it someone who's bigger or not right so yeah Oh, so so so. What's next? Well, obviously, we're all on lockdown. Um, yeah. It's... So I have got four Clomid left, 
and four cycles. Um, and I feel like, because at the moment, obviously, we can't have the blood tests, I won't know if it's working or not. Because one worked and one didn't, I don't want to say, oh, Clomid hasn't worked for us or Clomid has worked for us. So because I won't be able to know about day 21 test, I'm like, I'm just pausing it for a little bit until I can go back to the hospital. Um, So we've got the four rounds left. In the meantime, we're trying to lose weight um, and just sort of doing that alongside. Um, I've just started taking Inner Folic. Oh yeah, Emma, you I take that. that. Yeah, I was. Um, so oh, I've gone on that quite recently. I've been on it about two mm-hmm. weeks. Um, so I'm gonna give that a go. Try and lose yeah. it away. We're exercising more. All the all the good things that the NHS say: do more uh-huh. and less. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing all those good things. Um, but not trying to jump on any fads because I'm the queen of a fad. I'm telling you, yeah, like yeah. the amount of gluten free, dairy free, like stuff. We ran out of butter the other day, right? And Adam was having beans on toast, and I was like. Do you know what? I've got some dairy-free spread at the back of the fridge. Mm. I'm going to give it him. He ain't going to notice. There's beans on top. Honestly, the boy had one mouthful. He was like, oh, is this that (laughs) dairy-free spread? I was like, oh, mate. Didn't think you'd know that. Um, So I'm trying to not jump on any fads. Mm. I'm just going to go in a folic. Um, I have ordered an ovulsense to try and track ovulation, see if it's yeah, happening yeah. or not. Um, because I've, I mean, I've tried basal body temping, which I don't mind. So but it's that, yeah, it's that remembering to do it first thing. And <sighs> you know, like when you get up in the morning, like you check your phone or you go for a wee, and then you come back and you're like, oh, I didn't ah, do it. Shit. I didn't do it. I, I didn't do on. it. I'm going to have to go back to sleep for another five hours. That's the only, <laughs> the only answer. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I'm trying not to try too many things, but... Oh, mate. Well, best of luck with it all. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Thanks so much for coming on, and we'll catch up with you again. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. Now it's time for... IVF. What the F? What the F? What the F? (laughs) That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Anytime. So, as we all know, like frozen embryo transfer is a big thing. Yes, it is huge. According to the HFEA, I've got the HFEA website open. Around one in three IVF cycles involve frozen embryos in 2017. Is it only one in three? Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, like as we said at the top of the show, one of our friends is like, isn't it weird that you can like freeze things? And then unfreeze them, and then refreeze the product. Mm. It is weird, but then people don't tend to, you know, are there situations where you don't freeze and then refreeze? I mean, I guess this is what Professor Tim's going to tell us about, right? Yeah. Well, the HFEA says it's not uncommon for embryos that do survive to lose a cell or two when they're thawed, and that's why when you when you have a transfer, the um, embryologist will say, "Oh, yes, they." Um, they thought very well, then then ninety percent survived or whatever. Mm. Um so yeah. So we chatted to Preston about it, and this is what he had to say. So it may seem odd, but uh, in fact that uh, you know, the freezing, thawing and refreezing gametes and embryos has been done for many, many years. So quite often we will be storing eggs for whatever reason. 
for social reasons or pre-oncology treatment reasons, then thawing those eggs out, fertilising them, culturing the embryos on, and then freezing the embryos, and then thawing those embryos out in the future, doesn't actually appear to affect success rates uh, at all. Sometimes we're freezing embryos and then we're deciding to do genetic testing of embryos. So we're thawing the embryos out, biopsying them, refreezing them for a second time, um, waiting for the results to come back and then thawing them out and transferring them. Again, it doesn't appear to affect success rates. So sometimes things doesn't really make sense, but when we actually look at the data that comes out from doing these treatments, we're, we're reassured that everything is fine. I hope you enjoyed it. I also hope you enjoyed it. We had fun, um, didn't we? We did have fun. Um, you guys, if you if you liked hearing from Sophie, she is on Instagram at Sophie Payne XO. Mm-hmm. And she's also on uh, YouTube, obviously, which is her domain. Yeah. Um, next week we have got another really fun discussion with Beth Leonard, who's an American. An American. An American. Oh my lord, we did a poo, an over the Atlantic chat. We, yes. We called across the pond we and did. we're talking about what it's like to go through fertility treatment when you are non binary and in a relationship with a trans person. Yeah, we had a really good chat with them and um, some interesting stories in there. And yeah, definitely um, was, was great to chat. So please join us next week. See you next week. Bye. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.